It sure is a blessing to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I appreciate everybody cheering and appreciate everybody that's, uh, watching on the live stream. And I thank God for blessing Linda and me uh, to be able to be back. And uh, we sure missed it when we weren't here and got to watch on the live stream and uh, saw some good services and uh, appreciate everybody. I uh, thank the Lord for everybody that's here. And uh, we just, uh, I just I don't know what to say. I just uh, thank God for his tender mercies. And good to be here this morning. Looking forward to this service this morning. And I have a scripture that I'd like to read uh, this morning in uh, 1 Peter uh, chapter 5 and verse 4. And this is precious. It says, And when the chief shepherd, and we know that's our Lord Jesus Christ, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. And uh, he's coming back. It's like that song, he didn't stay dead and he won't stay gone. And uh, I praise God today that we've got a shepherd like our shepherd. Let's all stand for just a moment. As we pray, precious Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for letting us be in your house this morning, and it's so precious to us. And uh, God, we appreciate your mercy and your grace and for allowing everyone to be here and those that are listening on the live stream. We thank you for them, God. Lord, we just pray today that you could just uh, bless us, God, to have a service. Help us to follow you, Lord. We know you've got everything we need, and if we'll just come on your terms, we'll have it. Uh, our cups will be full and running over. Uh, God, just help us today. We ask you. Uh, blessings, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated, and we'll turn over to the choir. Many times I have wondered about the sights of that city.
good to be in the Lord's house today. I think we got an awesome crowd. Um, I just, uh, this morning we got here for the little kids choir. And I just, the Lord kind of spoke to me and, um, you know, I had a few kids of my own in there, but um, they sang real good. And I just want to encourage anybody that, uh, if you just want an uplift, that'll uplift you. Um, but what I, what I liked about it and um, what the Lord was letting me see is um, they were singing that, that Jesus loves them. Um, and I thought about um, how many times in my life that I got to remember the Lord loves me. And, um, and if you, uh, if you got children, um, they need to know the Lord loves them. And, um, and boy, they were singing the good about it this morning. So I appreciate that. I just want to share that. But, um, if everybody would stand to their feet and we'll take, uh, take up, up, um, unspoken prayer requests. Appreciate that. Any spoken prayer requests? church over there and all of our sister churches and I think um, I think Kenny Waldrop starting a revival in Toledo so I can't remember the name of the church but I just want to old-fashioned old just remember that and I, that's been on my mind praying for that
this time have a song or testimony or anything on their heart at all. Just got a good crowd. I appreciate everybody coming out. I uh, I just kind of feel like reading this. Um, kind of just stuck with me. I certainly don't want to get in the way of the preacher, but um, I just wanted to just read a scripture too. Just really, the Lord really showed this to me. It's in the 61st chapter of Isaiah, and this is Isaiah speaking. Um, I just want to read a verse or two um, in the beginning. And this is 61. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. This is Isaiah talking. It says, Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings under the meek, and hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, and to proclaim liberty to the captives, and opening the prison to them that are bound. Um, and that's that's only scripture I want to read. But I, what I what I appreciate that what stuck out to me was the part where it says the he wanted to, to proclaim the liberty to the captives. Um, and I, I was captive one time, and the liberty is the freedom. Um, he the, the gospel told me that I could be free and uh, I could get out of there. Um, and the the second the next part of that it says in the opening of the prison to them that are bound. And I think of sister's song that says I was in sin's dark. I was in sin's prison oh so dark and cold and um, i'm just so thankful that uh, the true gospel told me the way to get out and um, there, there's only one way today and um that's through jesus he said i am the door he said i'm the way and he's the only way today and and it, it just it just breaks my heart and scares me for people because um they just people don't see um and um, i'm just so thankful that the lord showed me one time and um, we just got in. We got to ask our people to come um, so they can hear the gospel and so they can have an opportunity. And um, I'm just I'm just thankful that I had the opportunity when I was a young man. And um, I'm just thankful that I got saved when I was a little boy and how it's how it's helped me in my life. And um, but I'm just I'm just so thankful to be here. I'm, I'm just thankful for what the Lord's done for me. And um, I'm just so that just spoke to me so much this morning. It says in liberty to the captives. I was I was a captive and the Lord told me about how I could be free. And um, I'm just so thankful for that. But um, that's really, that, that's all I had. But uh, does anybody have a song or a testimony at all? <clears throat> See anybody getting up there? I'll just turn it over to my pastor then. <clears throat> Good to be here this morning, but we've got a great crowd, and uh, thank the Lord, and appreciate uh, everything already, appreciate Sunday school, what is good, and uh, choir singing is good, and opening up is good, and I'm just glad to be in the Lord's house. Uh, glad to be back, and uh, uh, I guess everybody knows I had a, a bout with COVID, and so we was kind of rested up a while, and I'll reassure everybody, I took a test uh, a few days ago, and it was negative. And uh, I still got, uh, you know, it kind of aggravates me. I cough and sneeze and stuff. I thought it's going to scare everybody to death. But uh, 
I guess that's just after effects, but according to the test, I, I don't have any more COVID, thank the Lord. And uh, it's good to be here. And I know a lot of other people have been battling that COVID, and I, a lot of them still sick maybe, so we need to pray for them. But I'm glad to be here, and I've really been blessed being in God's house this morning. And uh, I guess it was Carl said this earlier today when we were standing back in the foyer. He said, you know, I always appreciate coming to the Lord's house, but when you have to miss some, he said, it seems like it makes you appreciate it even more. Somebody said that. And uh, so I appreciate that. I thank God for letting us be back in his house this morning. Let me ask again if somebody might have a song to sing. If you feel like singing, you're sure welcome. And uh, everybody uh, follow the Lord this morning. Uh, anybody feel like singing, have a song this morning? Uh, just uh, do what you feel in your heart. If you got something, just come on. <clears throat> All right, let's pray. I desire your prayers. Uh, this was my Aunt Lois's song. Uh, meant a lot to me over the years. And uh, I told her a couple months ago when I seen her at, that I was thinking about singing this song. She asked me which one, and I wrote it down so she'd know which one I was talking about. She said, well, I give you my permission. And uh, I, uh, ever since then, I've been kind of waiting on God to give it to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do anything without the Lord. And uh, I guess in my mind, I thought when I did get it, I'd get up and get my mom and Irene, and, and I'd have some help, you know, people that yeah. used to sing the song. And, of course, the time the Lord gave it to me, then they're not here. <laughs> so you all pray for me. This uh you know, we go through a lot of struggles in this life. Everybody does. And, and uh, the thought that I always try to dwell on is one of these days it's all going to be over. Amen. And I'm going to be in paradise. Amen. I'm going home. Yeah. See, I'll pray. I have no silver and no gold. No earthly mansion yeah. do I own. But I feel wonderful peace in my soul. I have no fear what man can do. The Lord I know will see me through. Someday, some wonderful day, I'm going home. I'm going someday to a city far away where friends and loved ones will be waiting on that shore the pearly gates will open wide oh what joy to step inside someday some wonderful day I'm going home the Savior paid the price for me one day out there at Calvary he broke the bonds of sin and set me free 
One day I look yeah. upon his face and thank him for his saving grace. Someday, some wonderful day, I'm going home. I'm going home someday to a city far away. Where friends and loved ones will be waiting on that shore. The pearly gates will open wide. Oh, what joy to step inside. Someday, some wonderful day, I'm going home. the Lord for that song and thank the Lord some wonderful day I'm going home you know I don't have a desire to leave down here fast according to nature but I sure thank the Lord this is not all of it that there's a better country to go to praise the Lord uh, somebody else got a song on your heart anybody All right, pray real hard. If nobody else got a song, I'd like to read from the book of Hebrews and uh, the 13th chapter, and uh, starting at verse 20. And pray very earnestly. I'll give you a moment to turn there to Hebrews. <coughs> okay, Hebrews 13 and 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And I beseech you, brethren, suffer the word of exhortation that I have written a letter unto you in few words. And so really pray, and uh, you might have noticed the first scripture I read opening up uh, mentioned the chief shepherd. And uh, this talks about the great shepherd, uh, uh, the shepherds, uh, what's on my heart to preach about this morning. And uh, let me make a point or two, and I, I'll also mention to you uh, a lot of my thoughts that I'll probably go to are in the 10th chapter of the book of John and starting in the 22nd uh, uh, book of Psalms. And so if you want to look at those, you can. You don't have to. But let me just make a comment here uh, talking about the great shepherd uh, of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. I'm glad he shed his blood, and it's sufficient to save the soul of everybody, uh, but it's not forced on anybody. <clears throat> but he said down here in verse 22, I beseech you. He means I, I'm appealing to you. I, I'm, I'm asking you to really, really pay attention to this. He said, brother, suffer, that means allow, the word of exhortation. And that word exhortation has an interesting definition. A couple of things it says in the definition of exhortation is a comforting thought, an invitation to come closer. And so that's what Paul's making, uh, not only to the people that we're listening here, but God sent that message to us. God's exhorting us. He's asking us to come closer, and that's a comforting thought. Uh, if you want to be uh, comforted, uh, come close to the Lord. 
And so uh, you think about that, and, and I want to preach about the, uh, the great shepherd, uh, but uh, the text that I really want to use is, uh, he is mine and I'm his. And so you really pray about that. And now uh, you can look this up or not. I just want to share it with you. In the uh, 10th chapter of the book of John, uh, verse 9, Jesus said these words. He said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. Listen to this. The good shepherd uh, giveth his life for the sheep. Boy, I praise God uh, that we've got a shepherd that loved us good enough uh, to give his life for the sheep. And uh, I was uh, thinking about this as I studied this, and it just really blessed me. I thought, think about a shepherd uh, that when the sheep are under attack, that he was able uh, to lower himself down uh, to be a lamb uh, to be killed and to die that he might save the life of the rest of the sheep. So uh, that, how is that possible, preacher? Well, it's because he's the Lord. He was not only the shepherd, but he was the lamb that was sacrificed. John saw him out there by Jordan. He said, Lo, the lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And now you think about that. Now, I want to go back into the 22nd Psalm. This blessed me as I was studying and reading about it. And uh, according, uh, as best I can figure, uh, the Psalms here is about a thousand years before Jesus was born. Now, you think about that, and I want you to think about well, what's said in this Psalm, how incredible it is. It could only be done uh, because it's from God. <clears throat> it doesn't uh, match up. Uh, see, there's uh, people that looks at this from a natural sense. They say, well, that's just not possible. Well, I want you to know uh, with us, a lot of things uh, may be not possible. With God, uh, everything's possible. He wants to do, he can do it. Uh, no problem. Uh, here in the 22nd Psalm, again, a thousand years probably before Jesus was born. Starts out here in verse 1. said, My God, my God, uh, why hast thou forsaken me? Uh, and those words, as in uh, the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 27, verse 46, uh, that's the same words. That's a quotation of what Jesus said uh, when he was on the cross, when he was getting ready to die. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Now, that doesn't mean uh, God was being mean to him. Uh, uh, Scotty, uh, it just means that uh, God, uh, I'll say it this way, uh, God kind of had to uh, turn away away from him uh, to let him die. Uh, and why did he do that? Uh, wasn't because he was mad at his son. It's because uh, they both uh, got together and agreed on it. Uh, uh, Jesus uh, Christ, uh, he agreed with the Father before the world was. Uh, that wasn't something that just come up on a moment. Uh, but Christ, uh, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost uh, was agreement of the uh, plan of salvation before man ever was made. And, and so it was necessary uh, for Jesus to die so we could live. Uh, talk about a good shepherd. Now, now, uh, let's uh, go, go on down here. I want to show you a couple more things that's uh, really amazing. It goes along with this. Uh, down, running on down in the 22nd uh, chapter of the book of Psalms. Uh, maybe let's go down uh, to the 16th verse. I said, for dogs have compassed uh, me, uh, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. Uh, that described the crowd that was dealing with Jesus. And listen to this. Uh, listen, this is amazing. Uh, he said, they pierced my hands and my feet uh, a thousand years uh, before uh, Jesus was born. Uh, David uh, quoted what was going to happen to Jesus. Uh, uh, listen, uh, crucifixion. Uh, here's another little natural point. I studied this a little bit and looked into it. 
see, the Romans used crucifixion as their capital punishment. But this time, this thousand years before Jesus was born, this was before the Romans had ever adopted a crucifixion. It just wasn't going on. Well, how could the psalmist write this down so explicitly? God was giving the message, we might say, of the gospel all down through time. Ever since a man had been here, God spoke to Adam. He spoke to Eve. He spoke to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it, and he was glad. When you see the day of the Lord, it just has to make you glad. Praise God. Uh, I said you're uh, talking about the good shepherd. Uh, listen, uh, down here, verse 18, uh, it goes on uh, where it said there, he said, they part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. This is still a 22nd Psalm, a thousand years before Jesus was born. Uh, Praise God today. Uh, God knew what was going to happen. Uh, Jesus uh, knew what was going to happen. Uh, and I'm glad that he's got uh, what it takes to get the job done. So praise God. Well, let me look back in uh, to the 10th chapter of the book of John again for a little bit. Let's uh, go down to the 14th verse. He said, I am the good shepherd. So, so we, uh, we've talked about what kind of shepherd he is. Boy, that describes him. Uh, he's the good shepherd. He said, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. Again, back to my text. I'm his, and he's mine. I praise God that I'm his. I praise God that he's mine. We're connected. So he said, I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Now listen to this. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And listen to this. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. I'm going to bring them in. There's not going to be any difference. I think he's talking about the Gentiles. There's some people, Gentile people. They wasn't raised up like the Jews. They didn't have the history of the Jews. But praise God, salvation is to everybody. And when Jesus died on the cross, he didn't just die for the Jew, but he died for every man, woman, boy, or girl. What's that mean, preacher? It means, let me scan the crowd. I'm not pointing at anybody. But you take this to mean what I'm saying. God gave his son to die for you. You can say that in your mind and heart. He died for me. Well, what a, what a shepherd he is. What a good shepherd. And he's mine and I'm his. Is that what you can say about him today? If you can't say that he's yours and you're his, uh, you're not on the way to heaven. Now, that first scripture that I read this morning, uh, when I was reading the scripture over here, uh, let me see, uh, when it said when the, when the chief shepherd shall appear, uh, that's what I read before the choir saying, when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Peter was talking to save people. Boy, I'm telling you, even though, uh, you know, death is something we kind of dread, uh, but that's just in nature. But I look forward uh, to getting what I'm going to get when I die. I'll tell you, there was a time when I didn't feel that way, when I was a 12-year-old boy uh, and I was lost without God. I sure didn't look forward uh, to what I was going to get if I died uh, because I would have went to hell. But I had a shepherd come by one time. 
I believe it's in the 15th chapter of the book of Luke. Uh, Jesus asked some people, uh, uh, he said, if you had a hundred sheep and you found one of them was lost, uh, how many of you'd leave the 99 and go out there and get the lost lamb? Uh, and when you got it, just put in my words, he said, when you got it, he said, you'd pick it up. Uh, put it on your shoulder. Uh, Scotty, uh, that's the way the Lord did us. Uh, think about it today. Uh, he come uh, carrying me home. Oh, praise God today. Uh, uh, let me uh, give you just a little thought here. Didn't know if I'd use this or not, but when I put this necktie on this morning, uh, it's got a little poem on it. It's called uh, Footprints in the Sand. Now, this is not in the Bible, but there's a little story here. Most of you are probably familiar with that. Footprints in the Sand makes a little point. I want to use it to illustrate a point. A man said he had a dream, and he dreamed uh, that the Lord Jesus was walking with him uh, down the beach, down the sands of life. And as they walked along, and as he looked back over his life, he said, there was uh, places in the sand. He said, I could only see one set of footprints. Sometimes there was two sets of footprints. Sometimes there was only one set of footprints. And so the man in his dream, he asked the Lord, Lord, uh, why is it uh, that some places there's just one set of footprints? And uh, Vince, uh, the Lord said to him, uh, well, there's just one set of footprints. Uh, it's when you're having uh, such a rough time, I just picked you up and carried you. And when I was carrying you uh, down the road of life, down the sands of time, uh, when I was uh, carrying you down through there, just one set of footprints. But don't you worry, because uh, I never did leave you. I never did forsake you, and I never will. Uh, praise God, uh, the footprints in the sand. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, as I look back over my life, I sometimes uh, figure uh, probably most of my journey has been one set of footprints because uh, <coughs> the Lord's carried me so much. I'm telling you, we've got a God that's willing and able to carry us. Uh, we've got a shepherd uh, that's willing uh, to come seeking us when we're lost. We've got a shepherd that's willing to carry us. Uh, we've got a shepherd that's able to take care of us. Uh, we just need to submit ourselves to his will. We just need to obey the Lord. And so uh, think about this. Uh, well, now let's go back here and get this again. Uh, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and have known of mine. And, and, and oh, I like this. Uh, let me uh, tell you this. When he's talking about the sheep, uh, I'll just uh, quote this. Uh, he said, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they'll not follow. Uh, let me go back into the Psalms again. Uh, let me go to the next Psalm. I was in uh, chapter 22, but we go to a very familiar Psalm, uh, Psalms 23, uh, talking about the shepherd. Boy, you know that fits in. The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, praise God today. I'm telling you one thing. He's not just a shepherd. Uh, he's just, uh, he's a good shepherd, but makes it really special because the good shepherd is mine. Uh, that's my text today. I'm his, his mine. Is he yours? Are you his? Uh, if you're not, you need to get saved by the grace of God. Uh, you can't go to heaven unless you go. Uh, he said, I am the door. If you don't come through the door, which is the good shepherd, we read that to you. I think over here in the 10th chapter of John, verse 9, I am the door. Uh, praise God today. You can come through the door uh, when the door is open. And how does the door get open? When the gospel goes out and the church prays and God's Holy Spirit knocks at your heart, uh, God opens up the door. Uh, that's when the word of exhortation, uh, talk about comforting, say, come closer. Uh, you need to get in today. And so the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not, excuse me, I shall not want. 
Uh, what's that mean? It means there's nothing I need that's out of my reach. I, in Jesus, with the good shepherd, See, the good shepherd takes such good care of the sheep, you're not left without anything that you need. You have it all. You can have it all in Jesus. Boy, I, I feel rich today, don't you? I feel rich down in my soul. Why? Because I'm in the flock that the good shepherd's taken care of. Boy, praise his holy name today. We've got a good shepherd. And so listen, he maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, let me talk about this a little bit. Is he your shepherd? Are you his sheep? Well then, if that's the case, are you following him? Think about it today, friend. After the shepherd gave his life on the cross, uh, he died an agonizing death. Uh, they pierced his hands and feet. Uh, they uh, parted his garments among them, cast lots on his vesture. All that that we've already read to you. If the Lord did that, and believe me, he did that. You can believe it without a doubt. He did it. How do you know, preacher? couple of reasons. It tells me in the Bible, and I believe the Bible. But it tells me in my soul. I know what I got, and I know where I got it. And I know it's real to me. That's the good shepherd. Well, let me make this point. If he is your good shepherd and you're his sheep, are you not living for him? Let me, let me be real plain today. Uh, how foolish it is. Uh, how unwise it is. How ungrateful it is if you're saved by God's grace and you're not living for him. After he's done all that for you, how could you not live for him? Uh, I, I'd like to beg now. Let me understand this. Let you understand it. I've been in that same spot too. I'm not trying uh, to slur you or, or, or ridicule you, uh, but I've been in that spot. I've been a transgressor since I got saved. It was foolish for me. It's foolish for you. And it was uh, hurtful to me. I was hurting myself uh, when I was outside the will of God. Uh, if you want uh, to be down where the still waters and the green pastures is at, walk with the shepherd. That's where he leads you. He'll take you through good places. I've even had some rough times in my life. I've had some grief and heartache in my life. That When, when I looked to the Lord, even while grief was all around me, I felt peace in my soul. Uh, that's the kind of shepherd I got today. He can take care of me uh, in ways uh, that I can't even understand or imagine, but he does it, he does it, he does it. And so, listen, he restoreth my soul, leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Let me just, I'm not gonna go through every verse in there, but let me sum it up. Verse six, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, uh, get this. Let's go on down uh, to Psalms 24. Uh, Psalms 24 said, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of the world, and they that dwell therein. He hath founded it upon the seas. He has established it on the flood. And now get this. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Uh, well, who is that? Well, first of all, it's Jesus Christ. Uh, he's the only one uh, that had the clean hands, uh, clean enough, no dirt on him at all, the pure heart, not a speck on his heart, that he was able, uh, after he died, when he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven. But that also applies to me and you. Well, how can it? Uh, I'm not perfect, and you're not perfect. But I'll tell you what, Mike, uh, when we got saved, uh, we got the perfection of Jesus in our soul. And, and so I'm telling you what, uh, one of these days, uh, I'm going to take 
my flight Ronnie Wilder uh, uh, like a mighty eagle. Uh, I'm going to leave this bell of tears. I'm going to fly home. Oh, preacher, how will you know the way to go? Uh, I've already got the way. Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth and I'm the life. Uh, praise God. I won't have to use my GPS to get to heaven. Uh, it couldn't take me there. But the Lord, he's got me fixed. I'm on my way home today. And so when he's talking about this down there, he said, listen to this. Now, who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift him up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. If you'll look to the Lord and you'll open up your heart to him, the king of glory will come into your soul. You'll have what it takes to go to heaven when you die. So this I'm telling you, I'm his and he's mine. That's probably enough preaching. Get you a song. Uh, while we sum up here a little bit, uh, go ahead and come if you want to, you folks. Uh, who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O your gates. Even lift them up, your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He's the king of glory. Selah. And he's my shepherd. And I'm his, and he's mine. Praise God, let's all stand, and, and let's mind the Lord this morning. I, I believe there's some here that's needing to come to the Lord uh, to get saved and to rededicate your life. And I'm glad we got a God that loves us that good. Uh, he'll save us if we're lost, and we'll come to him. He'll save us. And even when we get out of whack, we make some mistakes, we get wrong. God loves us. He's still giving us uh, the message of exhortation. Come on home. Come on home. While well, we're singing this morning. Come on home. Come on home. Come on home. Would you come on home this morning? Please come home. The shepherds, the shepherds searching for you. The shepherds wanting the sheep to come home. The shepherds wanting the lost sheep to come and get saved. He's wanting them that's following him to really follow him. If you've been saved, are you really following Jesus? Well, I, I'm just too embarrassed to come to the altar. Aren't you glad Jesus wasn't too embarrassed to go to the cross? After he did that for us, with his help, and he'll help us with his help, we ought to be willing to step out from wherever we're at and come to an altar of repentance and pray and call on heaven and ask God to make us one of his real sheep. That he can be our good shepherd, our, our great shepherd, our precious shepherd. Would you come today? Come on. Somebody needs to come. If that's you, come on. Obey today. Well, oh, I believe we've got some needing to come. Please come. Please come right now. Somebody needs to come. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Please obey the Lord. I come. We is the Lamb of God. Amen.
Amen. In just a, just a couple of minutes, we'll want another song. Right now, I'd like for everybody to bow your head and close your eyes. I'd like to make a very broad statement today. Uh, if you're here today and you're not where you need to be in your relationship with God, that would cover anybody that's lost, of course. It would also cover anybody that's saved that's not following God like you should. If you're here today and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, I'm going to ask you this in just a minute. I'm not going to point you out or embarrass you or put you on the spot. But if you're here today and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, uh, would you just raise your hand admitting that? Oh, I appreciate that hand. Would there be another hand raised? Anybody else? Just raise your hand saying with that, I need, I need something. I need, I need help. I need, I need God to do something in my life. Well, I appreciate that one hand. Maybe, maybe it was two hands, but is anybody else? It would just raise your hand up and say, I, I need that. I need, I need to make a move. I, I need to get closer to God. I need to listen to that message of exhortation uh, like uh, Peter was talking about. I need to listen uh, to what God's saying to me. And, and whether you're willing to do it right now or not, I'm not trying to press you, but if you just, uh, and I appreciate the admission already, but is there, is there another one here that would just say, yeah, I need to make a move. I need to do better than what I'm doing. I'm not really doing anything for the Lord. Okay, raise your head up, hope you guys. And you heard what I mentioned about the hand or two that was raised. I want to ask them to sing another song. <clears throat> Whether you raise your hand or not, I want to, uh, I want to beseech you. Uh, like the scripture said, I want to beseech you. I, I want to beg of you and appeal to you. Uh, please listen to what God's saying. And uh, if you're here and there's a need in your life today and you can feel like it all, just, uh, just a tiny, tiny bit, if there's just a speck of a desire in your heart to come and pray and get it fixed, I'd like to beg you to do that, whatever your need is. And uh, you don't have to explain it all to us. You don't have to give a description of what all you've done wrong. God already knows. If you want to say something after you pray, you're welcome to. But you don't even have to. Nobody's going to try to force you. But while we sing this song, if there's something here in your life today, you that stand here, if there's something that needs fixed, God can fix it. You cannot. While we sing, please come. Kneel at the cross. Please come. Christ will meet you there, come while he waits for you. Would you come? Come, come, come. come. Please obey the Lord. Good, to, good song. Touches my heart. Please obey the Lord. He'll meet you there. Praise God. He met me there. Would there be one come? We'd love to pray with you. Not, not to ridicule you or put you down. Heaven's sakes, no. But if you've got a need in your life, you'll come let God deal with it. What a difference it'll make in your life. What a difference in the joy that you'll have. What a difference in how you'll feel, how life will go. What a difference in how you can help other people. See, when God's moving in you, you've got the power to reach out and be a light. Jesus said, let your light shine. How you do that? By following the Lord 
letting God stir your heart, being right where you need to be. That's, that's how we let our light shine. Amen. Appreciate those good songs and your good attention and your prayers. Good to be here this morning. Anything else before we turn over to the announcements? All right, if not, be seated for just a minute. Jeremy would like to see the trustees after church in the trustee room. There's a revival starting at Cherry Valley Baptist Church. That's tomorrow night. Services will start at 7 o'clock, and that will run this week. And that's Mike Rains and Terry Brock. Uh, that's down in Hamilton, Ohio. So we'll leave this up here. It's 1500 Parkamo Avenue, Hamilton, Ohio. So you can GPS that. But that will be up here if you want to look at that. And then uh, don't forget to get signed up for the, uh, the church directory to get your photos taken. Uh, they've got dates set aside to do that. And those are coming up pretty quick, I think, this week. So uh, get signed up for that. goes along with mine she also texted me and we have there's a little QR code on the board back there we will have people back there if you don't know how to do that that's fine it takes less than five minutes we'll get you signed up get you an appointment and um, then they'll send you an email telling you but it's really important that you get signed up because the um, times are going fast if we need more times then they have to grant us more time so that is really important. Pastor appreciation is um, October 16th. We will have a dinner after that. So um, prepare for that. Also, if you have a baby, um, Heather, how old are the babies going to be? Under what? Five and under. If you have a baby five and under, Heather will be taking a group picture that day. So on Pastor Appreciation Day, you'll come up here. We'll get a group picture to put in the directory. That's going to be a really big blessing to see all those babies in that directory. So don't forget that. Um, we're gonna do our trunk or treat again this year. Uh, what it will be is there'll be a designated area out in the parking lot where you can pull your car up there. You can decorate your car. The kids will come around and they'll have trunk or treat. Um, also, if you don't want to participate in that and you don't wanna pass out candy, that's fine. Just come to the fellowship hall. We're gonna have snacks and hot dogs and. Just a good time of fellowship, so just remember those things. The 30th. Yep, it's the 30th, and it's after the evening service. So. Okay, I have a few. Um, we were asked, the youth group was asked to sing in the revival that Terry will be preaching. Um, so we're going to try to go down there on Wednesday night. So that'll be this coming Wednesday, the, the 5th. Hang on, let me think. Is that the 5th? No, today's the 2nd. That's the 5th. Anyways, 
that's the day we're going. <laughs> so we're going to meet here about 5 o'clock, and then we'll head down that way. Um, the service starts at 7. So if you sing with the youth group and you are a youth or even a young adult, please, please come and help us if you can. Even if you're going to be a few minutes late, please just let me know. Please come if you can because we really need your help. Um, so that's the first thing. That will be this Wednesday, the 5th. And then on the 16th, along with Pastor Appreciation Day, that is the day that we have scheduled to go to Furry Tail Farms. And it actually works out really good because normally in the past, um, we'll have people pack their lunch and we'll eat out in the fellowship hall together and then we'll go. And this time, there's going to be food already down there. So it's going to work out really great. So, um, however, I did find out that Furry Tail Farms is closed on Sundays this year. So we're either going to go to Suitors or we're going to go to Crossways down in Sydney. So um, we'll get more information out with that later. But on the 16th after the, the dinner, we're going to go um, to a farm. So, and it's going to be a great time. So remember that. And then on the 22nd of October, um, the youth group's going to go to the haunted cornfield. So um, that'll be Hammer Brothers. That's the same place as Furry Tail Farms. But we're going to meet over there at 9 o'clock. So it's just a really exciting month of October. So. one more announcement I'm happy to make uh, Ryan Bailey uh, was scheduled to preach at Athens this morning my poor brother Dave uh, McGregor is a pastor and so when I talked to Ryan Bailey I said well if you're going to be at Athens in the morning you can be at Lima Sunday night and he kind of liked it he said, well it's a possibility he said, uh, he said I'd like to come he said if, if everything works out and I get away from up there in time and everything he said I'll I'd, I'd be excited to stop at Lima. So uh, it's not 100%, but I'm 99% sure he's going to be here. So Ryan Bailey, Pastor Highland Park down in Williamsburg, he's been here and preached before. He's a good, good preacher. 